0: Welcome to The Alternative Investor, the show where we discuss, debunk, and demystify all things about investing in alternative assets. Okay, on this episode, Brad and I speak to Nick Hoshka. Nick lives in the San Francisco Bay Area with his wife and his two kids, uh, two boys, I believe. And he owns a small business called The Right Gardener. The Wright Gardener is a plantscaping business, meaning they help companies maintain beautiful plants around the office. Uh, Nick purchased the Wright Gardener along with two other folks he's in business with using an SBA 7A loan. This is the type of loan that Brad and I highlighted a couple of episodes back, if you recall. Uh, If you remember, neither Brad or I have actually used an SBA loan to purchase an asset, so we thought it would be interesting to speak to someone who has. Nick has a varied and interesting background. We touch on a little bit about this on the show, but he's worked in technology. He's worked for the large energy company NRG. He co-founded a solar energy company. And then before that, he was a consultant at McKinsey, the strategic uh, consulting firm. Nick has an MBA from Northwestern and an undergraduate degree from MIT. But as you'll see, it really doesn't take a fancy degree to do what Nick has done. It's really more about making the decision to buy a business and taking a series of concrete actions to achieve that goal. Without further ado, we hope you enjoy today's show. Hey, welcome to the show, Nick. Hey, Nick. Hey, how are you doing, thanks for having me. No, we are so excited to talk to you today. We have, um, you know, so Nick, just, you know, we, we give some background on you in the pre-recorded intro, but, you know, we, you and I have been emailing back and forth. You're up in the San Francisco Bay Area, correct?
1: Yep, right near SFO.
0: Gotcha. So it's like foggy and rainy right now?
1: <laughs> it's actually sunny today for the first day in a while.
0: Oh, okay. Enjoy. It's a rare day. Well, look. So, Brad and I are stoked to have you on. I think this is super relevant. We did a a show a couple of weeks ago on SBA loans, particularly that SBA 7a loan that allows people to buy small businesses. And whereas you know, Brad and I sort of touched on the high levels of this whole thing, and based on what we knew from talking to bankers and just kind of knowing about this business or knowing about this uh, loan, you have actually bought a business at least one business with this type of loan so you're gonna just correct us on all the things we said wrong and then we're gonna find out about the nitty-gritty well we were giving an executive summary (laughs) we were we were giving the high level strategic we can't be bothered with the the details yeah this kind of stuff yeah nick we we're very we're very busy people
1: (laughs) i can probably help with some details (laughs) okay
0: good all right cool so why don't we just kick it off with like how did you land into this business of buying other businesses you know it's this is not a normal career track for most people and most people would be afraid to do this but uh what is it about you? What's wrong with your DNA, or how did how did you end up here?
1: It, well, it kind of started with like a whole life redesign. My wife and I had kids, started having kids, and uh, we were both working, you know, pretty intense jobs. I had done consulting, couple two stints at McKinsey and consulting. Uh, oh, those, where are like, those are basic, like
0: that's a fancy consulting company. So you're right there. Yeah. Okay, that's a it's lot. It's not of in the
1: good graces of the of the popular media right now. If nah. you're following the New York Times at all, but uh, oh, why the hedge was. fund story? Sorry,
0: is that the hedge fund story with McKinsey?
1: Uh, there's an array of, the New York times is an, an array of bad <laughs> oh, behavior going on <laughs> that are shredding the reputation of yeah. McKinsey.
0: Basically the New York times has just decided that McKinsey is totally shady, right?
1: Yep. Yep. They're propping up foreign governments. They are self-dealing and
0: okay. a variety
1: of other misdeeds. Gotcha. So you felt
0: totally guilty about your time at McKinsey and then you did a whole life redesign. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. It was more just, uh, I wanted to try to stay near home yeah. all the time, Yeah, uh, after traveling all the time. Yeah, because you're doing um, engagements in, in
0: various cities, and I, how about internationally? Were you just all over the place?
1: In my first stint, before I was married internationally, like I lived on the beach in Newport Beach, California. That's where we are. And That's where we are right now. No! <laughs> I was never there. Oh. I was there. I was there on Saturdays from time to time. Did you go to Malarkey's uh, a lot? Oh, always. Malarkey's was a mainstay. Wow. Right. Well, I hope you guys aren't aren't are going to Malarkey's. No, uh, no, no, no. We have, or kids, at least no. not at night. No, not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. Yeah. So, um, so, so, yeah. I wanted to do something local. I, have kind of always had an entrepreneurial uh, uh, bone in me, or you know, the interest. Um, been involved. You know, at my undergrad, I was involved in the entrepreneurship club, and. Um, I've been at a variety of startups. I actually was dumb enough to try to start my own company at 22 years old. Oh, nice. After my first McKinsey uh, analyst, I did it two years as, as an analyst. Um, it worked out fine, but I'm still, you know, still working. Wait, so did you and Did
0: you say you'd already finished two years at McKinsey by the time you were 22?
1: I guess I was 23, but uh, yeah.
0: Okay, so you're like one of these smart kids who graduated and they were 21.
1: I just try to do things fast.
0: <laughs> <know>. <laughs> Good. Okay, a lot of <laughs> urgency.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Try to try to finish life by 50. Good. Yeah. Um, no, but uh, so. So, yeah, I had done a startup or a startup before, um, but it's really hard. <laughs> Nobody. And, and maybe it was probably hard because I was young and didn't know anything. Um, but uh, no, I think it's just hard. It's reading, hard yeah. You know, I started reading about the search fund model and um, private. And, you know, I had a little bit of experience and exposure to private equity um, had a friend who was doing a, uh, more of like a fundless the sponsor model. And so we just started poking around, like trying to learn about this stuff. And what we ended up finding out was that there's really just not a lot of demand at the bottom of the market. Uh, there's tons of money chasing tons of deals, if, but everybody's got the same criteria. It's like, I want to see $2 million in EBITDA. I want to see no cycles. I want to see uh, steady recurring cash flow. Right, this sounds a lot boring. like Grayson.
0: You're channeling my investors right now, Nick. They actually have, <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, they yeah. have that voice, too.
1: Yeah, everybody wants that. Yeah, it's like, I want that, too, but uh, that, that, I don't have enough yeah. money to buy a business that looks like that.
0: And, 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 and why didn't you just, you mentioned you looked at the search fund model. Why didn't you raise a search fund like I did? Uh, because why I mean, didn't you do because, what I did, Nick?
1: because I didn't want to, I I, I kind of wanted to control my own destiny. I wanted to not be forced into a deal. Um, not that you're forced into a deal in the search fund model, but yeah. like, it's just different when you're working for somebody else and you're yeah. trying to pound pavement with somebody else's money. There's guilt. There's, you know, all these other things. Oh yeah. And I a had guilt. lifestyle objectives. I don't know that my lifestyle objectives at the time would have been conducive to, uh, looking an investor in the eye and saying, you know, I'm, I'm here to bring you the highest possible return because in reality I would have been lying.
0: Mm, you, would would, have been. you basically didn't want to go more than like 10 miles from home, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. That's good that you recognize that. Cause yeah, I think if you do a search fund, that's part of the game. I think you're signing up for is like, look, you should be geographic agnostic.
1: Yeah. I can more or less keep my life confined to a three mile radius right now. I've got daycare drop off. I've got my office and then I've got daycare pickup. Those are my like, that's pretty efficient and you don't even have and kids. It's all <laughs> sometimes I have to go to customers and stuff like that. And sometimes they're more than three miles away, but I can usually uh, squeeze that in and between like, you know, eight AM and five thirty. A. Got Gotcha. So,
0: okay. So I interrupted you though. You were, okay. So you invite, you investigated the search front thing. You're like, all right, I can't do that. And so then you, how'd you fi- so how did you find, how'd you land par- on? So I ended yeah. up just
1: getting some partners and we we're like, let's go find a business that we can buy ourselves and we don't need anybody else's money. No fundraising. All we got to do is we got to get a bank. We get an SBA loan. So we kn- we knew about you know the SBA loans.
0: How did you How did you know about SBA loans? I feel like a lot of people don't even know about those.
1: I don't know. I I did, didn't have any experience with it, but you know, we did our homework. We called around. We asked some people. And, and even if you're just scrolling listings, like so, part of how I got. Involved in this, somebody sent me like a couple of different listing sites, and um, just started scrolling listings, and you'll see it on there. From time to time, they'll say SBA pre-approved. Yeah. Like, well, what does that mean? Yeah. Did you, and then you, 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 you prob- go into it, and you read, and you're like, oh, this is pretty attractive. Like, you, you know, just as your show notes says, like 10% down, 15% down, whatever. Yeah.
0: And then you probably, uh, uh, you probably actually used Google to like dis- determine, you know, to learn about SBA loans, which is brilliant. Yeah, it's
1: one of my favorite websites. <laughs> for sure.
0: yeah, these are these are great tips we're giving. Them. Very <laughs> popular.
1: And, uh, and so anyway, we started looking and, uh, and actually there was a startup in between a failed startup in between. I won't go into the, I won't bore you with the details. That's but your second,
0: electric. that's your second failed startup.
1: Well, the first one wasn't a fail. It was an <laughs> exit, kidding, but it yeah. was uh,
0: it wasn't an exit. I'm uh, keeping track over here. Nick.
1: It was a keep working exit, not a redesign your life. <laughs> Gotcha. Got so. it. Okay. So failure. <laughs> yeah. I'm just exactly. kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <Exactly. Okay. laughs> and, right. uh, so the second one was it like a true, a true, like we ran out of money and laid everybody off and shut it down. And oh. I wasn't the founder of that one. I, I actually joined that. Um, and, uh, and the CFO of that company and I got together and we were starting to, we kind of did this together and we had common, common phase of life, common lifestyle objectives, uh, common interests, but different approaches. I'm, I'm more of the, uh, the business development guy, uh, the guy who's, you know, intent on, on saying yes to every deal until convinced otherwise. Mm. And he's more of the finance guy who's default no Yeah. And, uh, that's a good partnership. Each other out. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's cool. And, though, Cause uh, I like, but it's, it's, that's, that's very illustrative. Cause it's, you know, you had these high powered jobs at McKinsey, fancy jobs. You went to a good business school. You've, you kind of were on the track, right? I mean, you, you, you know, you're a startup in the San Francisco Bay yep. area. I'm assuming it was in tech. Yep. You, you kind of looked around you're like, this sucks. <laughs> I
1: didn't dislike it. I just wanted to do something different. Like I've kind of reinvented my career every few years and at McKinsey, I was able to do it every, you know, three to six months, which I didn't hate McKinsey. I just didn't want to travel anymore.
0: Yeah. Gotcha. Got you. Okay.
1: You know, and I didn't hate working in tech and I didn't hate, you know, uh,
0: okay, fair enough. So instead of saying this sucks, you're like, Look, I actually like my wife and kids and I'd like to see them more. <laughs> that's, yeah. It
1: was, it, and, and that's why I call it a whole life redesign. It was more about defining who I want to be, you know? And I think in having new kids, I sort of made a decision. Like I want to first be dad and then be whatever. Now I'm gardener guy or whatever. Yeah. Uh, High powered,
0: high powered small (laughs) business owner.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, we started just looking at business. Well, actually we started looking at real estate deals and.
0: Oh, wait a minute. Oh, I I just perked up. Everyone gets excited about real estate.
1: We started looking at real estate deals, What, what kind and of deals? because it's easy. <laughs> oh. Deals that wanted like twenty times earnings. <laughs> that's yeah. the kind. That's a five and cap. That's, that's a it, five is. cap,
0: right, Brad? <laughs> <That's>, it is. It <laughs> is a that five cap. It, it took me two yeah. years to learn about cap rates, and I, <laughs> I, now I get it. I'm so proud. Okay, so twenty. Okay, so which is which is actually not. That's it. It's not terrible. I mean, right? not for a California property. That's about right. Okay, but you. So,
1: yeah. So why no real estate, Nick? Because, so we were kind of almost approaching this as an income replacement game. Was yeah. like, okay, how big of a business do I need to buy to replace kind of a crappy income? And if we can grow it, then, you know, relative to what we could get, you know, here in the Bay Area. And so we're not looking to, I'm not looking to replace like, a, you know, an a engineer job at Google, right? Those guys make tons and tons of money, like high six figures. Yeah. But, to live here, you do need a, like a modest income, and for people, you know, with the education that we have, like I, I had to be able to justify the effort to myself.
0: And in, in uh, just just to make this real for our listeners, and forgive me if I'm asking anything private, but I I kind of feel like it, you, like 300 grand plus is that kind of a goal for you in the Bay Area? I, I, you know, everything's so expensive. Wow, this there. is super personal. Yeah, and
1: no, less than that. Oh, okay. I, I live very simple. I live very cheap. I drive a Honda Civic.
0: Dude, uh, that's a great you car. Know? But it's a great car. I
1: get. Uh, and at first I lease it and then I take out a six year loan on it <laughs> <laughs> I mean I'm financially very optimized on the cost side so yeah. I don't need that that's cool like, though so like okay
0: so then you were going so to be happy with 200 him, plus so I,
1: yeah. I want to make ni- I want to make 90k oh my god good for you so, and, and then with the ability to make more. Yeah, this is like well. down
0: the down the road. You yeah, yeah you want to see upside down the road, but at least in the beginning, you want you be like to be able to like to eat. Yeah,
1: yeah, would like to eat. Yeah. Would like to have the kids in daycare because I don't want them in my office. They're yeah. very disruptive. What
0: yeah. did your wife say uh-huh. when she left you? Like <laughs> what, what, <laughs> she's just like, good luck with this new life. Th- I'm kidding. Really happy about your new life design. Congratulations! Um, she's I
1: mean, super happy. She works at LinkedIn and tech. It, so th- that is one common thread. I actually, end up, ended up closing with two partners. Okay, so she has her. own She has, has income
0: coming in too. I should. That was that was lame of me to not even assume that. Sorry, everyone. So okay, so you, so ninety grand was your your sort of part of the deal, and she has her. Yes, own yes, Okay, yes. got it. That helped That's helpful. Okay, cool. So then, yeah, to walk us through what happened next. So you partnered with your former CEO, CEO Yeah. So, yeah. He CFO. was our CFO. CFO. Um,
1: I was the chief commercial officer. Um, and we started looking together and then as we were looking, another friend of mine became available and we we're like, all right, we're going to do this together. So all three of us, uh, Nick, John, and Anu, um, we called ourselves cub investments and we were going to look for small business investment deals. By the way, I think that's a great name. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't oh, just, you. I wouldn't just say that because
0: every, everybody else names their firm like the street that they grew up on, or like a, a large piece of rock or a yeah. or tree. It's color noun, color yeah, noun, yeah, color black, noun. black rock, yeah, 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 white, yeah. white candy, white hall. Um, but Cub Investments to me conjures up, it's like small business, you know, makes sense. Little tiger cub, little cute little tiger cub that eventually is going to grow up and scratch your face yeah. off. But, you know, for now, it's <laughs> super cute.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. You nailed it, actually. OK, you know, good. Non-threatening. Uh, Not here to steal your business for, a, you know,
1: a exactly. low price. Yeah. And a lot of it, we really were in there to like carry on a legacy. And and we say a lot of the same things that a lot of the other people out there Say, I think. Yeah. Um, do, but you, like, do you do you want to trust and love the person
0: who's going to carry on your legacy and treat your employees right <laughs> and your customers like that kind of stuff?
1: Yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah, and, okay. But you mean it? Um, but we're we're two years in. I still talk to the previous almost every one of the previous owners that we bought from. So we've bought we've closed four deals so far. Nice. Um,
0: wow. Congratulations. You're, you're only you're only two years in, and you've closed four deals. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Good. You've yeah, made four. me feel like a failure. Thank you. <laughs> Thank
1: you. <laughs> And we can talk about, I mean, these deals are just not that complicated, really. They're small. Um, The business itself, and and that was part of our, part of our criteria. We wanted something that we could really get our arms around, something that was, that on, you know, on the surface was fundamentally very, very simple. Yeah. Uh, So what what was the first one? So it was an interior landscaping business. Interior uh, landscaping. Okay, so and
0: that's office like office plants. plants. Got it. Which yep. every, I I have an office plant, and I get it. I get the pain do you point. Know, do you know what it's called? It's a ficus. There you go. Oh, okay. I'm looking at it right now. It's yeah. gorgeous. Well, a ficus. Yeah. A different kind of ficus. Ficuses or ficai? I don't even know. They're, it looks like it could use some help, though. I mean, it looks like you could use yeah. next. Uh, do you have, do you have operations in Southern California yet? For
1: one plant? Not yet. Not yet. But no, I can't but tell I you. Know how, I know so, people. It's so,
0: I. It, it seems this is like embarrassing, but it is like every, I have a meeting invite on my calendar every Monday morning to water the plant. And I swear I skip, <laughs> I skip that like every other week. And I just, uh, yeah. if, it's, it's, a, it's a hassle. I don't need to deal with that. I don't want to go find water so that's is that that what you do
1: that's what we do we've got (laughs) i get it i uh, get i get your business when when we bought the first company the right gardener uh we had i think 12 employees uh the business had been around for 30 years uh the founder was a was a plant they call it plantscaping and plantscaping is actually a pretty common uh, some of the like other search fund folklore. People who've been around for a long time have told me, Oh, I looked at plant businesses in the eighties. Um, because it's a recurring monthly contract. It's a relatively low dollar item. You're not going to be high on the radar of management when it goes the time, when it comes time to cut costs.
0: Yeah. When you, when you it raise, is... when you raise prices
1: 10% every year, they're like, ah, whatever. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. You'd have to be careful. But, uh, but you know, that said it's a service people like, you know, we're not, uh, usually people love their plant person and they know their plant person, um, and their plant company. And, uh, so it was a company that, you know, people liked. I, the previous owner was awesome. I mean, he, he was a, a great leader, um, great, good business acumen, like real sharp. Um, but he was a, a plantscaper who just learned to love business and how in the you, business of landscaping how did you how did you find this one like what, was this on one I of these websites BizBysell.com. sell okay Biz so Biz it's by sell dot com. there you have it it's a great listing site i was scrolling listings one day i looked at it i was like oh my god i love it and it was like no and then that's how almost all things that we end up doing start why and was he no he didn't like the price I don't know he, cause, because I told him I liked it. I don't. <laughs>
0: yeah. He's, con- he's contrary in that guy yeah, exactly. I hate and your I, business, but I want to buy
1: it. Is that the alternative? So, God, that's great. So then. No, this is just my partner. This is just my partner. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah okay. Sorry. So, I knew it was my partner. And and yeah, so I just, I was okay. like, man, your partner hey, check this hated out. It. This is great. And, uh, and so we inquired and we got more information and we just started going through it. We did the underwriting. We said, how did this, th- what happened to this thing in 2008? And I was like, it was flat. Show me the data. Oh, sure as so. hell. It was flat in two thousand. I love a business that's yeah, flat.
0: Yeah, so people keep their plants in, in financial downturns because it's the only thing that makes them happy in life.
1: Something. I don't,
0: Gives them oxygen. Yeah. that you actually breathe. <laughs> they, can, they can cut <laughs> cuts down on their oxygen bill.
1: Um, <laughs> and we did a lot of the analyses that any search fund type of person would do. You know, the customer concentration, supplier concentration. Well, the nice thing about it,
0: I imagine, is it's not going to get disrupted. Right? It's, you know... You're we not looked into that. In it's with really new hard tech, to digital plants. The, there's
1: yeah. there's attempts at tech for it, but it's really not good. Like holo- not
0: holograms like, and stuff like that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's more like self watering containers. And oh, stuff lame. Like that, oh, no, who the hell wants yeah, that? Yeah. So we took an SBA loan. So we like found. We probably found the deal in in early November 2016. After about a, maybe a month of like real searching.
0: Wow. So you've you're good. Let me, grief. Nick, That's amazing. Like you're glossing over so many important details. This is, <laughs> this is incredible. So I, I, cause I've always sort of told people like, Hey, this is going to take a year to find your first deal. And then you come on the show and just, and you just totally off. make me <laughs> yeah, show off. So well, you are only looking for two
1: million dollars in EBITDA. It's going to take you, it's probably going to take you a year.
0: Well, yeah. So yeah. can you, can you give us any high level sort of metrics on the deal? I feel like people are thirsting for like, what's a real deal Very actually thirsty. look like and anything you don't want to share. Obviously you yeah. don't, but share as much so as you
1: feel comfortable the, with. The game changes when you don't have any investors involved that you need to return money to. Yeah, and all you're looking to do is replace your income, or in our case, I was looking to replace my partner's income. The, the three of us, in yeah. okay. effect. And so for us, basically, we needed if if I'd set the number at ninety each, that we needed you know two hundred seventy thousand dollars of free cash flow now. If we're going to take debt, it's got to go up a little bit. If we're going to have other expenses on top of that, it's got to go up a little bit. But so you could, you know, add a safety margin to it, uh, to that, to what you actually got to make, and it's going to open. It opens up a new world of possibilities that are just not the deals just don't work with external investors or. There's just not enough.
0: Yeah, not but, enough but this, but this company specifically, I mean, you don't need to give it yep. uh, details so, on how much it was earning, but what multiple did you pay so for these,
1: these businesses in this in this ballpark of in the in the like one to two principal income replacement world, so we're talking like say three hundred thousand to six hundred thousand in uh, in in this part of the market, it's going to be called SDE, sellers discretionary earnings, kay. which is distinct from EBITDA in that. The earnings are supported by the actual working by the working owner.
0: So in other words, if you bring in a professional operator and you have to pay them market salary, then that changes the number. It's going to
1: soak up some of the it's going to soak up some of the seller's discretionary earnings. Exactly. Um, So you can't this is not a passive endeavor. Yeah, of course. Um, If you grow it. And You design it right, you can make it more increasingly passive. But, but yeah, we we intended to acquire and operate this business, and, and we are. Um, and so, and so, multiple wise, you're looking at probably say three times to sellers' discretionary earnings, oh but I think goodness. you can close well below that. Wow, I think you can well close. Well depending on how low you're willing to go in terms of on the income scale, the lower you go, the lower the multiple will be.
0: So, okay. So just to, again, just to kind of repeat that. So assuming this thing was producing around $500,000 in sellers, just disc, seller discretionary earnings, you're looking at a $1.5 million purchase price. Yep, exactly. Okay. That's amazing. I mean, we're, uh, my partner and I are looking at software deals that are, you know, going for three to four times revenue. And then you're out there just getting these incredible deals. minting I mean, cash. You're just minting money. Good for
1: good Yeah. For you, you you got to be doing something You got to. You got to do something that nobody else wants to do, right? There's so many people want to do software because you get to sit in your office. You get to sit in front of your computer all day. Like, meanwhile, my first two years, like, I'm out there hauling plants around, getting sweaty, getting dirty. Um, but this is what you, you
0: know, want. You kind of. You, you want yeah. This is what you wanted. Like, you wanted to be yeah, closer to, to home see your out kids. Anymore.
1: Yeah, I, I kind of stopped working out. I worked out during the day. You got yoked. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know. I, don't, uh, I don't even know what you look like. It's a, you know, it's a hands-on, especially early on, it's a hands-on game. And if you're willing, if if you're not afraid of work and you want to do real work, you can go and find landscaping businesses. You can find contractors of all different sorts. The, the, the site I like to point people to, especially California people is the California state license board. There's a, they have a whole list of specialty contractors. So these are like, you know, you got masonry construction, you got, uh, Pool maintenance, you have got, and so there's a there's a license for each one of these things. Yeah, I ran a solar and
0: installation business a few years. Back there you go. And I had to get that's a, a C- yeah, I had to get a C a CSLB CSLB oh C10 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 license. Uh, yeah. That, so that's great. okay. So you buy this thing for three times seller discretionary earnings, which effectively means that you get your, you get paid back in three years essentially if you sort you keep the keep the cash flow coming in. And did did you go with an SBA loan on this one, Nick? We yeah, we did. We did. Tell us about that and how the process went. You, how did you do it?
1: Yep. So we uh, so just timeline. We searched for a month. We found this plant company. We got it under contract in a couple of weeks. Um, it's probably like two three weeks to get it to get it. You kind of get a deal. Um, there was a broker involved who was very helpful um, and great, and that helps uh, especially on the first time. And then uh, we put in our application for SBA loan just before Christmas. So I think we did the contract just after Thanksgiving. We took a week or so to, uh, to prepare our SBA application. And then we um, got an approval, initial, pro- uh, I guess, conditional loan approval, maybe like four or five weeks later. So mid-Jan. Um, and we were all we were targeting a close at the end of February. Um, we did about 15% down 15% seller note and, uh, and then 70? the rest was SBA. Yeah.
0: Gotcha. Okay. Interesting. So then, okay. So 15% of your own money or did you, did, was that, did that come out of your own checking accounts or did you raise money did yep. you raise an investor? Okay. So you, yeah, yep. so I
1: took, I had a home equity line of credit. Uh, my partners had whatever sources they had.
0: Oh, great. Okay. So even more debt. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. There you go. You took out debt to raise debt. The conviction uh, on this buy, I love it. So 30%, 30% <laughs> cash, you guys can or no, so 15% seller note, 15% cash. And the, by the way, seller note just means that what they, he just drops the price 15%, you pay that back over some period yeah, of time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. And it's a, it's a person, and all of these are personally guaranteed. Um, So you definitely have to hold your nose a little bit as you sign these things. My wife had to be there at the closing. And so, you know, she would always look, look across the table as we're signing this stuff. Like, (laughs) you're sure we're, you know, you're sure we're supposed to be, you know, you're sure this is a good idea. She just had like a
0: picture of your kids in front of you, like, (laughs) just to remind you what you were doing.
1: (laughs) Yes. And then, then, okay, this is the document where we're going to put a lien on your house. And this is the document where, yeah. So
0: Yeah. So can you talk uh, about that? Because we've been accused, we've been accused of making light of personal guarantees, which we do not do not mean to do because they are serious. And Brad's done a couple of these. I've never done one. Yep. What, I, did, do ha- no, I do not take them that lightly. Yeah. How did you get? Sure. How did you get comfortable with that? How did that conversation go with your wife? Like, how did you? You know, tell me what you thought through around that, and, and what, um, what what can they actually come after?
1: So, with respect to my wife, like her parents were caterers. She lived small business life. My dad was a small business. Like, it's just it's in normal. your blood. Yeah. Yeah. You're born yeah. to do this. I mean, conflating personal and business finance. <laughs> Yeah. your financial yeah. life yeah, just
0: co-mingling yeah. no big yeah. deal your wife married her father <laughs> <laughs> weird
1: <laughs> not exactly um, that's a good that's a good thing it's more just psychological i think it's above all it's psychological and that's and that's one thing i do tell people when they ask me like about this is like this is your person like the money is very personal yeah. and not having external investors every dollar you spend is a dollar that's no you know yeah, and it's as in, Through the business, yeah. there's a dollar yeah. that is no longer yours. Yeah. well, that's, <laughs> And if you it, don't spend it, it is yours. It's awesome. So, if yeah, we go out to point. lunch, it's like, we're buying lunch. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. we're going to Jack in the Box, which makes sense. So, the seller note was personally guaranteed? I, I've never heard of a seller note being yeah. in real estate. That's pretty rare. Usually, it's...
1: Yeah. So, we guaranteed the seller note. We guaran- Yeah, we guaranteed everything. And then, the SBA loan, in addition, um, they had first lien on the business and then they have, uh, basically with the SBA, you have to put up all collateral that you have. Every asset to your name is collateralized. And I think they'll make certain exceptions. Like if you have a massive amounts of, you know, if you've got $10 million worth of assets, you don't need to tie up $10 million worth of assets to, uh, for a, yeah. to, to get it done. But you need to tie up a whole lot of assets. Okay. Um, and, and, and there's certain f- structures with the SBA that don't work. Like uh, anybody who's un, who's uh, fifteen percent, more than fifteen percent equity, is personally underwritten, and they have to cl- pledge assets.
0: So you can't have a passive owner that has twenty percent of the
1: business. Correct. Got it. Well, you can't a- at least at closing. Well, not, n- and neither one. <laughs> at neither closing. None, close,
0: none, <laughs> of, you, <laughs> no, none of you were more than. Well, I guess you, I guess you guys were each a third of the equity. So you, and so, I'm just guessing. Okay, so I'm just kind of going off raw numbers. of so people, are, I think people might find this helpful. So let's just assume there's five hundred thousand seller's seller discretionary earnings, one point five million dollar purchase price. So you got a million dollar SBA loan, roughly two hundred twenty five thousand dollars seller, two hundred twenty five thousand in cash. So basically, you came up, you know, you come up with two hundred thousand plus in cash, and you get to buy a business that's worth one point five million bucks. I mean, that's yep. that's great, right? I mean, that's
1: yeah and it's a 10 year amortization principal and interest it's a floating it's a floating rate but a fixed margin so the rate does adjust you know i think right now on our SBA loan we're paying i think last last time i looked at it was 7.75% um you can prepay with no penalty They you can prepay and they'll reamortize, which is kinda nice too. So you can if you're doing well and you wanna just basically delever, you can delever without and and, in immediately recognize the cash flow benefits of delevering.
0: Yeah. That's that's helpful. Gotcha. And so, just to be clear, this one deal alone probably didn't get you to your ninety grand goal, right? You, were gonna, you knew you were going to do a few of these, especially
1: right? not the first year, because I think you know some of the things. And this gets into some of the mistakes we made. I think we undercalculated because we bought zero working capital. We funded some working capital, but just didn't fully appreciate the the, the intra-month variability. Yeah. And so we saw uh, the business soaked up a whole lot of cash. So it was profitable. We were doing well. We were selling new deals. We were doing a lot. Um, but the business soaked up a whole lot of cash in those first six months because we took our AR balance from zero to, you know, $200,000.
0: Your account's receivable. Yeah. And so that, and that came out of your own pockets.
1: In effect, yeah.
0: yeah. Well, OK. Yeah. So, I mean, so the business could fund that out of its cash flows? Or are you saying you had to inject money into the additional money into the company?
1: There was a point at which we had to inject a little bit more. Yeah. I mean, okay. It wasn't it wasn't a ton because we were doing well and we were selling a lot and all of that. Things were going well. It, it would be really scary if you were to do this and then, like, you know, the next day started, things started going sideways and people were leaving you and customers were canceling. And, you know, that would be a very scary situation the, to be in, especially in. light of the Yeah, especially in light of the 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 fact that the business is going to soak up a bunch of cash in the in the first couple of months yeah um, and, and you you know a smart buyer can figure that out and but you
0: know yeah and and so did okay so then you did you step in to run this business while your partners went were were yep. they more passive and they looked at other deals yeah or, okay
1: exactly they were looking at other deals they had some consulting gigs it was sort of just scrappy like let's just make Let's make enough collective money. We've got this business now. Let's like just figure out how to make it work. And then, and then I ran. And then I was looking for add-ons at the same time too, because we knew that we needed to get bigger to to support the you know objective, both the objectives of the business. And there's a lot of economies of scale of, of um of being bigger. Uh, so so
0: when you say add-ons, did you were you looking for companies within the same vertical, so to speak, same industry?
1: Yep. Yeah. Ideally, you know, the ideal add-on for us is within our is a direct the most the more direct the competitor, the better.
0: Yeah. So you were looking for and other in businesses And our space is super
1: like- fragmented. There's a lot of mom and pop shops. Yeah. And there's a lot of like contractor and service provider businesses that are like that where and the, uh, I heard a, I think it was a fortune columnist call it the silver tsunami. Yeah. It's just a lot of retirement going on, Yeah, you know, a lot baby of service providers, a lot of baby boomers retiring. So there's a lot of these businesses out there.
0: So you, um, did you start cold calling and emailing them and knocking on their doors?
1: Yeah. And we took a more, I mean, I guess the, the, the seller of the first business had, had, you know, abundant contacts and he we kept a great relationship with him, and he was really a great partner in uh, in the tra- in the transition, you know, in the wholesale process, in the transition and, and after. And so we still get referrals from him great. from people who are, talk to him and it's like, hey, I heard you retired, and they're like, yeah, I sold it to these guys, and they were great.
0: And <laughs> he's like, they paid they paid me eighty five percent cash, <laughs> just a, just a crazy number. <laughs> Think about you got to call these guys three times. Seller discretionary earnings. I couldn't I had no idea. Uh, No, I'm kidding. So, okay. So have you guys, have you done any tuck in add-ons, whatever you want to call them? Bolt-ons. I love the names people. Bolt-on. I like the bolt-on.
1: So our banker actually uh, referred one to us. Our SBA banker referred one to us um, in an adjacent territory. So we expanded up into uh, the greater Sacramento and eastern in San Joaquin Valley. So Mm. just basically adjacent geography. Um, we had a couple of employees who actually lived out that direction anyway. Oh, so great. It so they could kind of uh, shift over. Yeah, actually, it was a, it so was they loved a it. nice thing because, yeah, I had some people who were commuting really far. Oh, I was like, perfect. hey, would you like to commute less far? And instead of spending four hours in the car a day, you could spend two. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, that sounds good. So, um, so that was really positive. And it was a good good little business. It was about 25% of the size, uh, so smaller. Um, similar multiple about two to three times seller discussion. Way areas? less. Oh wow! Yeah, because it was a lot smaller. Yeah. The smaller the less. It's like, so like one to one, two times. I think more like one. Yeah. One. Wow. One and a half. That's unbelievable. <laughs> Good grief. And, and with synergies, it's that that comes back real quick. Yeah. It's like
0: zero. Um, um. So then, did you have to get involved operationally in that one pretty quickly too, or did you have yep. one of your employees kind of do that, take over that uh, area?
1: No, pretty involved. Okay. Um, so you
0: left your three mile radius from San from the Bay Area.
1: Well. No, I didn't. I mean, I wasn't on the boots on the ground all that much. So yeah, we had the staff, the staff was doing the boots on the ground work, but just in terms of like the integration and we did a lot with this business. Just, I mean, we took all the paper processes and put them all online. I built an app and built an app. Yeah, a mobile app for the all the technicians to use. Wow! So it's just a lot of business process work. Great. Yeah. You should buy the
0: app. Yeah. It's yeah, software. You want to sell your business? So wait, so Nick, and just and you know, overall, now it's been what two years since you purchased the Right Gardener? Yeah, two years. you can you talk uh, about how's, the, how's it gone? Today. I mean, if you I mean, aside, if you kind of looked at organic growth, and not the acquisition growth, did you you know how yeah. is it growing? Is it flat? Yeah.
1: Yeah. The organic is, is growing solidly. We've got a great sales team in place in the, uh, in sort of a good, like, uh, operational management structure in place to handle the organic growth. Um, we consolidated some warehouses. So everything's, you know, organically we're, we're doing great. We're going to be, you know, probably up 10, 15% a year. Oh, great. Well. Good for you. But it um, actually doesn't even need to grow that much, right? It, it doesn't need, I mean, all businesses need to grow. But we love we love growth in the private equity world, Brad. We all yeah. <laughs> Brad's a real estate guy. He's like, why you
0: just, just sit on your profits? <laughs> well, yeah, I'm saying at yeah. that well, at, at that multiple, if you're raising your your prices, correct? No, you're you're tempers, totally right. right? You, See, told you.
1: <laughs> you, if you. You don't have you to you lie to him, Nick. Be lean. You can be lean and you know enjoy the cash flow and, and especially can, in a recurring business. Yeah, and you can grow through acquisition. Yes, absolutely.
0: Yeah. So, so Nick, are you guys actively looking for outside deals now? Or are you actually just, is this going to be a platform for you? Are you just going to continue to bolt on uh, plant, plantscaping businesses? Yeah.
1: Um, so we're continuing to do plantscaping. We still have the hard decision as to geographic, expa- you know, whether and when we'll do geographic expansion at a market. We're not number one in market, probably not number two either. So there's still a ways to go. But that said, the silver tsunami is a real thing. And time is of the essence in that regard with respect to acquiring. And in these service industries, the cost, everybody's got the same cost structure. And so it doesn't make sense to go poach customers. This isn't a 99% gross margin business where you can promote your way in and earn clients through promotion like that's why acquiring makes so much sense.
0: Hmm. Sorry, if, just, if you, you undercut sorry. yourself, you'll regret it. Meaning like you, yeah. meaning by poaching customers, by lowering your prices, that's what you're saying. Yeah, that's, a, that's, yeah, a, yeah. that's okay. a way to grow for no reason. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's, I guess it'd be hard to like outservice somebody else. I mean, really, if, yeah. you yeah. just got to water it once a week, right? <laughs>
1: Especially with the plants. it's a, <laughs> you, yeah. could,
0: you could crush what I'm doing to my plants. It's though. Easy. Yeah. Well, Bob does it's a dance when bad. he waters the plants. You know? Know? Yeah.
1: It's easy to look bad. It's hard to look great. Yeah,
0: yeah. No, that's a good. That, uh, those are tough businesses, right? Where you can only screw up, but it's. um, But if you do, if you do a good job, then yeah, do people do appreciate it? So that's great. Okay, so you bought you bought the original business with an SBA, and then the the, the new businesses. Did you fund them out of the cash flow of the current business, yeah. or did you get more? Yeah, so SBAs? we've
1: been a, we've been buying all the new businesses with cash plus seller notes. Gotcha. And we've been a little uh, bit more, you know, uh, aggressive person, you know, so to speak, in, in terms of what sort of seller note and carry we ask for. Um, but, uh, just because trying to, but it has helped us delever quite a bit. So f- uh, for
0: the listeners, what, what do you mean by carry? Um,
1: uh, so basically I'll t- say, Hey, sell, sell me the business for say it's a, you know, $200,000 business. I'll, I'll put a hundred down and I'll uh, give you the hundred back over five years at 6%. Yeah.
0: The seller note, the bigger, bigger seller notes. And, uh, okay. So, and then, so this is great. So you grow your business organically and through acquisition. You hadn't, you have not had to take out any additional SBA loan debt, which is personally guaranteed. And now yep. you, and so you're you're bigger now. And are you at the scale where you, Nick, can be less involved day to day? Are you still? Is this still yeah. your full time job?
1: Yeah. So I'm less involved day to day. Anu has actually gotten. So as we, since we've gotten bigger, Anu has gotten more involved day to day. Your partner. Okay. Um, yep. And uh, and I'm doing more business development, looking for other opportunities. I've got a little startup that I built on the side, which uh, maybe for another day. But interesting. Um, and yeah, do, you, do, you uh, have, do you have ADD? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. know. actually, I have, like, the uh, the extreme opposite. It, we, like, we're going to
0: have your wife on the next show, and, it, like, we're going to get her, her, her take on all this. If I'm,
1: like, <laughs> focused on something, she can be talking to me, and I won't even know that she's talking.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a distinctly— It's more of a coder <laughs> thing. Yeah. Uh, you just think, go, in, you go in the zone. Huh? My, my wife would love that. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's— so. That, okay, well, good for you. And so now that you can— You know, I like the way we sort of—the narrative here. You started off wanting a, a whole life— uh, What did you call it? A whole life restart or review? Redesign. Or? Yeah, redesign. Redesign, redesign, and are you now listening. Yeah, sorry. Redesign, and now you're looking back. Are you you know are you glad you did this? I mean, what's the stress level? Your sort of impact your financial bottom line. I mean, kind of where where do things sit. Uh,
1: uh, I'm very happy. Um, stress levels relatively low. The uh, at least the work stress um, is relatively low. Now that things I think are pretty, cr- cruising pretty good. The the stress of the debt and the stress of um, conflating your personal and business financial life. Uh, has attenuated somewhat. It's um, a lot of big words there. Yeah. Quite a bit. <laughs> you're sleeping better, <laughs> I guess. That's yeah. What you mean. yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially that first <laughs> year, you know, you're like, it, it's, it's, it's your personal finances are very, yeah. very tied in the business. And every dollar you make, and you're, you know, it's. I, I get the why small business owners are the way they are now. I didn't before. It wasn't the same when I was running a, you know, what was it? An attempt at a high growth solar startup. And, and just, um, just to
0: be more direct when you say they are the way they are, meaning like stressed all the time. Is that what
1: you're saying? Balding. No. Stressed. No. Out? Uh, th- very uh, disciplined, very thrifty. Oh, cheap. Uh, okay. okay. <laughs> I got you. Very, you know, every dollar matters. Yeah. Cause it's, it does. In, in even, even how you approach like, employment negotiations and things like that. It's, it's just different if you're negotiating with your own cash.
0: Yeah, no, that's, uh, I think that's a great point that I, I hope everyone kind of takes away from this conversation is that like, you, you know, this, it sounds great, right? When you hear the story, it's like, oh, I wanted a whole life redesign. I wanted to quit you know, the daily <laughs> grind. I want to buy a business. And it's like, this is like real legitimate stress. And like, this is, this is tough, right?
1: Yeah, it's, it's tough. in a, I mean, it's tough in a different way. You know, it, working at McKinsey is is tough in in one way, and this is tough in an entirely different way.
0: Yeah, like a worse way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, well, good. Congra- congrats to you. Well, man. no, it's a it's amazing. I mean, the fact that you can buy one and then use that to compound and keep buying other ones that's that's wonderful. Just with the internal cash flow. Yeah,
1: for. yeah, and so now we're trying to we're spending some on diversification. So that's like a big. I think the theme of this year, while we're continuing to grow the business, we're continuing to look for add-ons and stuff like that. But a, a big part of what I've set out to do now is is really try to diversify because we've got a lot concentrated in this one business, and um, it's not smart to have so many eggs in that in that basket. And so we're you know making some other investments. We've made a path, made a passive investment in another in another search fund backed type. Uh, business and I'm looking for other stuff.
0: Okay. Well, look, if, if any listeners out there are looking to sell their small business for two to three times seller discretionary earnings, uh, (laughs) where, where can they find you, Nick?
1: Uh, they can get me, uh, just Nick at CubInvestments.com.
0: Okay, cool. Now this is great, Nick. And any, any sort of parting words of wisdom to folks out there who are saying, you know, they're working at, uh, some consulting job or some nine to five and they're like, I want to go out and buy a business. What would you tell those folks?
1: I think you just need to, you just kind of need to do it you know i i'd say start looking at stuff and you kind of have to look at stuff like you're gonna do it and the only way to really get deep into it is to get deep into it and you gotta pretend you know you're gonna fake it you're gonna fake it until you're until you're at the closing Yeah. and your wife's staring at you going are you sure this is a good idea
0: yeah that's good advice like it's okay to feel like a total imposter up until and through the closing <laughs> you know everyone does but you just got to keep putting one foot in front of the other, and I think Brad and I will do a show, Nick, at some point. Maybe we'll even have you back on, where we'll talk through some of the um, the websites out there where you can find yeah. some of these small businesses, because I I think you probably have a great grasp of that, and and that's uh, it's not something I'm super familiar with. So, this is uh, Nick. This has been this has been great, been and con- lovely. Congrats yeah, on thank your thank you for having me. Oh, for sure. Congrats on your whole life redesign. Um, <laughs> congrats on your two lovely children. And. Thank uh, you. Let's stay in touch. And I'm looking, when you do expand to Southern California, let me know. My ficus is literally about to die. It's very dry. All right. Yeah, you,
1: those are, that's a highlight plant. <laughs> Keep it in the window. All
0: right. See you, Nick. Thanks for listening to The Alternative Investor. Since you made it this far, you should take a second to subscribe to the podcast and join our email list. There, you'll receive additional insights and insider access to the world of alternative investments. Just visit thealternativeinvestorshow.com.